Spring cleaning is here, and we're talking about how to use this opportunity to clean up your health. What preventative screenings should you schedule? How can you safely dispose of prescription medications you no longer need? All that and more on this episode of The Healthiest You. You know, Steph, a lot of people use the nice spring weather as an opportunity to clean and get everything in order. Yes, I certainly try to do that. Yeah? Do you ever get it done? Mm, emphasis on try right. to do that. <laughs> My spring cleaning rolls over into summer and then autumn and then, um, the win- you know, you think about the winter and then back to spring again. It's certainly. For, yeah. <laughs> we have Dr. Kelly Strickler, a primary care provider with Lehigh Valley Physician Group on the show today. She's going to give us some tips on how we could all spring clean our health. Dr. Strickler, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So, uh, Dr. Strickler, as we start to get back to our pre-COVID schedules, you know, everyone is super busy. Uh, Why is it important to make time for routine preventative appointments? So, that's a great question. Um, It's important to make time for those routine preventative appointments to keep you healthy, active, and happy. During these visits, we'll review your medical history, go over age and risk-appropriate screenings, review any things like immunizations that you may be due for, Mm -hmm. um, and discuss your current lifestyle and any recommendations that we could make um, to help you be healthier or happier. Uh, Doctor, here's a question. As you get older, you know, it seems like you're going to the doctor more and more. Uh, How can we keep track of the screenings that we need as we uh, get a little bit older? So those preventative visits are a great time to check in um, and review any screenings that you may be due for. During these visits, we'll see if you're due for any screening labs or tests, um, which would include routine cancer screenings. I know over the course of time, especially during COVID, you know, what I did for working out changed dramatically. And this is a great time of year for everyone to sort of reassess their workout routine. So what should you do if you're interested in becoming more active? uh, Should you actually consult your physician first? So if you think you have any chronic medical conditions that could be adversely affected by starting a new exercise routine, you should consult with your physician first. In general, it's best to gradually increase your exercise, the intensity of your exercise, and the amount of weight that you use if you're doing strength training. For example, you could start by walking for about 20 minutes three days per week and gradually increase this to five days per week or increase the amount of time that you spend walking each day. The most important thing is just to listen to your body. Pushing yourself to do too much too quickly could lead to an injury. I got to tell you, if I listen to my body, I'm on the treadmill for 30 seconds because about 30 seconds ago, I'm like, boy, (laughs) this is horrible. (laughs) Uh, A lot of people clean out their houses and garages this time of year. Are there any type of cleaners or chemicals that we should avoid? There are no specific products that you need to avoid. However, you should always read the label on the product that you're handling and read it carefully and use it as directed. Make sure to wear proper protective equipment, such as glasses, gloves, or masks, to protect your eyes, skin, and lungs. If you were to get anything in your eyes, immediately flush them out with lukewarm water for about 10 to 15 minutes, and then seek medical attention. The other important thing is that if you have kids in the home, make sure that you store your cleaning products out of reach of young children. So either high on a shelf or in a locked cabinet. And if you do think that your child has accidentally ingested or handled a toxic substance, or you're just not sure, call the Poison Control Hotline immediately at 800-222-1222. 
You know, I love those stickers, the poison control stickers, because it's always the face, like with the eyes, it's like, and the tongue sticking out. You remember those? I remember those. You love the poison control stickers. I Well, I mean, you know, I okay. love that they give the information, but then the face they use too. Anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. Um, are there cleaners you should avoid mixing together? So that's another great question. Um, in general, you can, again, just check the label. Um, and it gives you most of the information that you would need. Um, usually we recommend just not mixing products. So use different buckets and rags if you will be using more than one product. All right. Uh, Dr. Strickler, I think we've all done this. You open up your refrigerator, mm. you slide out that crisper drawer, where nothing, by the way, stays crisp. It actually becomes like liquid. It's like a green, <laughs> gooey liquid in the bottom of the lettuce. <laughs> we know we have to throw that out. How about the rest of the fridge and pantry? Are there things people should look to get rid of there? So anything that's expired or visibly rotten or moldy should be thrown out. So be sure to check your expiration dates. Um, you can go to foodsafety.gov. It's a great resource with lots of information on food recalls, outbreaks, how to safely store cold food products. So information on foods in the refrigerator and the freezer, um, as well as information on food poisoning. Dr. Strickler, I'm not going to ask you for specifics, but have you had things that walk themselves to the garbage can because they've been in too, for, for too long? <laughs> I think we eat them all first. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know you should generally replace your air filters, but how often should you do that? And why is that important? So in general, you should replace the air filter about every three to six months in your home. Um, it's important because that filter is getting rid of things in the air that you could be breathing in. So it gets rid of particles in the air. Um, for people with allergies or asthma, um, it helps filter out some of those certain allergens in the air as well. Um, so we want to keep the air that we're breathing happy. Okay. This, is, um, this, this question was written for me because I am um, violator number one. So I don't know about other women but I definitely do not get rid of makeup as often as I should. So why is it important to get rid of old makeup, especially mascara and eyeliner? So great question. Um, so things like mascara and eyeliner contain water and water is necessary for bacteria to grow. So we have lots of bacteria that live on our skin. And when we touch our skin, when we apply those products, we put the applicator back into the container and then this bacteria can start to grow and sometimes cause issues. So it's really important to replace those um, at least every three months. Oof. Other liquid-based products like foundation should re be replaced every six months. Okay. Um, but powders are usually good for two years. Well, there goes my whole makeup bag. There you go. Uh, what about makeup brushes and sponges? So those should be cleaned regularly as well. Um, I know easier said than done. If you could do it at least once a month, that would be great. Um, the stores sell cleaning products for makeup brushes that are also antibacterial. Mm -mm -mm. All right. So we've talked about uh, cleaning out your garage. We've talked about uh, cleaning out your, your refrigerator. We've talked about the, uh, your makeup bag. What about the medicine cabinet? How do you go about, if you find things in there, like an old prescription you didn't use up all the way, is there a safe way to dispose of that? Do you just throw it in the toilet? What do you do with it? So it depends on the type of medication. So there are a few great resources that you can use to look up the medication that you have and what can you do to get rid of it. Um, so FDA.gov has an article where and how to dispose of unused medications. 
Um, so this can talk about some over-the-counter or prescription medications that could be disposed of at home. If it's a medication that can't be disposed of at home, you can take them to your local police department, some local pharmacies, and all of the main Lehigh Valley Health Network hospitals have places on campus where you can dispose of those medications. I know that I've disposed of medications at the pharmacy at the Cedarcrest location, so they've been very, very helpful there. Um, Are there any other areas of your house that it's especially important to deep clean on a routine basis? Um, So other things just thinking about to keep your family safe and um, healthy um, would be regularly dusting things and vacuuming your home. So again, like we talked about with the air filters, that removes any allergens that are in your home. Um, One thing to keep you safe would be to regularly clean out your dryer duct, so preventing a potential fire in your home. Hmm. That's good to know. Well, thank you, Dr. Strickler, for joining us. It was a pleasure speaking with you and learning more about how we can make our lives a little healthier this spring. Thank you so much. To make your appointment, call 888-402-LVHN or visit lvhn.org slash primary care. And remember, be safe, be smart, and be the healthiest you.